0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of Encrypted. My name is Ahmed al Balaghi and today we are coming to you live from the World Blockchain Summit right here in Dubai. And today I'm very lucky to have two special guests, um, Loel Douri from Cambio Ventures and Saeed al from Binary Financial. Um, Saeed, could you give an introduction to yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, my background is in traditional investment. Um, I've been working with the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority, for nine years before I left uh, end of June to focus on uh, blockchain and crypto and uh, that's my passion at the moment and uh, I'm really excited about the future. I've had experience with uh, investing in blockchain startups, uh, trading cryptocurrencies, Um, I set up a crypto fund uh, called Alphabet Uh, that was operational from June last year. And uh, also a brokerage uh, with Binary Financial. I'm their local partner in Abu Dhabi. They're based in Vancouver. And um, we're doing brokerage and uh, prop desk trading mainly. We're going to set up a fund in the ADGM pretty soon. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying my time here, and I'm happy to be part of the show.
0: Awesome. How about you, Lai?
2: Oh, well, uh, welcome. Yeah, my, my, my background is probably a little bit more um, more uh, traditional in, in the European sense. I, I guess I've, I pretty much grew up in, uh, in uh, investment banking. So I started with Merrill Lynch uh, as a traditional broker, moved into investment banking at, at uh, UBS, moved then into asset management at UBS, moved then into wealth management at UBS. So I guess I've had a, a sort of a fairly long career, twenty years, twenty twenty years in, in this space. Um, my most recent um, venture before entering the world of, of blockchain was actually uh, uh, where I am a partner. I still am a partner of a global macro hedge fund uh, based based in London, um, and uh, you know. Obviously, introduced into the exciting world. Um, back in the day, I was a technology uh, analyst, so my, my enthusiasm for technology is, has always been strong. But uh, I have to say, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the space, and, and started learning, uh, you know, from the ground up uh, what what makes the the industry tick. Um, today, um, I, I joined as a partner of uh, Jabbar Internet Group, which uh, I guess is is famous for for a couple of trades that are known in the industry, which is uh, the sale of uh, Maktoub.com to Yahoo back in 2009. And they recently sold uh, Souk.com um, uh, to Amazon last year. So I was fortunate enough to be friends with, uh, with, my, my, with uh, Samir and Hossam uh, yeah. and uh, join them. And, and we started playing with ideas about what we wanted to get into. And uh, blockchain was a clear front runner. And we've been working on uh, trying to solve uh, um, a a problem in the industry, which is basically the funding gap for startups. And we think that this funding gap could be solved with with the use of blockchain. And perhaps if I get an opportunity, I may be able to plug what we're doing today. But uh, Cambio Ventures is basically a uh, security exchange and issuing platform for security tokens. And we focus on um, SMEs and startups. Uh, based in London, and the plan is to be fully regulated.
0: Awesome. Great to hear. Um, So, for today's episode, we actually wanted to do a deep dive into security tokens, and this is why I thought um, both of you guys would be sort of very ideal for for this episode and for this podcast. And so, um, do one of you take away, what is a security token? Who wants to define it?
2: I'm happy to shoot. I mean, I've got a few notes in front of me, so therefore I probably have a little advantage, so... uh, (laughs) Look, I mean, if you look at the, the world of how um, the only regulator, which I think is Switzerland, which is FINMA, have defined um, utility, payment, and security tokens, I think it's, 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 a, it's a useful takeaway to look at how all three are, 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 are thought of. So the way I would describe it is, is that a utility token is essentially digital, digital access. Um, a payment token is, is digital cash whether that is a store of value, a unit of account, or something that you make payments with. But basically, it's just digital cash. And finally, the security token is you know, essentially just a digital asset um, where you provide you know, legal title or ownership of an asset in a digital form. Um, uh, essentially, it's a, di- a digital legal agreement. Um, and I think it's it is a fascinating space. And I think um, over time, Um, I think the uh, governments, uh, the industry, the financial industry will take uh, security tokens uh, a lot more seriously.
0: Yeah, because they they seem to model, obviously, the traditional um, stocks, traditional equity, um, basically traditional assets. It's just a digital form that's represented on the blockchain,
2: essentially. In the most layman terms, it's it's the difference between you know receiving uh, a letter and uh, versus an email. It's just yeah. basically a digital version of of what we have today. I don't think that that is so hard to understand.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree, and I think this is why like this debate of utility tokens versus security tokens is um, it shouldn't be needed because essentially like the, I don't think the two overlap. Yes. right I mean what, what about you Said? I mean you guys have been investing into the space for a couple of years how is your fund sort of changing its sort of investments into STOs now
1: I think um, I think the security token uh, space is uh, very new uh, we're still very early on into it um, I believe that uh, for it for, for it to be actually uh, wide, widespread and um, for to have liquidity for these security tokens I think the ecosystem and the infrastructure needs to be in place, and I think it will take. Um, I think it will take uh, probably six to six months to a year for uh, for good liquidity to be coming up on uh, security tokens and for them to be traded uh, widely. Um, I've invested in several uh, security token startups, and I feel that uh, it's the right bridge between uh, traditional investors and. Uh, who want to get into crypto but don't really understand it um, so because it's security tokens are based on traditional securities pretty much um, and like I uh, said it's just a digital form um, I think most traditional investors uh, understand security tokens whereas if you talk to them about utility tokens they just they don't understand what you're talking about so
0: Okay, so it's good. I'm I'm sensing that that you're very bullish since
2: you already made a few investments. I, I I I agree with. I I think it will take time. Um, uh, maybe 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 you know, uh, maybe a bit longer. But I think, um, yeah, I think the idea of a utility. There's nothing wrong with a utility uh, token whereby you provide. Um, Rights, privileges, controls, voting—these things are are, are are very important, and there there is a value to it. Whether you can transfer that into, you know, raising maybe a hundred million dollars <laughs> um, is probably a bit of a stretch. And I think um, I think the problem is is that there are legit, legitimate proje- projects out there that deserve the money, but there are a lot more that don't. And I think they have tainted the industry, and there is obviously uh, you know, a big push towards uh, you know, security tokens.
0: Awesome. Um, so let's dig a bit, a bit deeper into security tokens. So obviously there could be different types, um, like um, dividend-generating security tokens or full you know, equity security tokens or ones that just allow voting, for example. Um, is this something that we actually see um, in traditional markets? That's again just being represented in a digital form, or can we see sort of sort of new forms of digital security tokens that has that maybe extra bit of utility that allows traditional investors to have stake in the company, but also do more with that that piece of asset that they have?
1: Yeah, I think security tokens are um, more flexible than. Uh utility tokens, and that uh, not only do you have recourse to uh, equity or revenue sharing or dividends, um, but also they can act as the native token to any uh, startup, and there could be
2: utility elements to it as well.
0: Okay.
2: I I think like any traditional legal agreement, uh, which you can completely customize by its very nature i mean anything that you can do in the in in this, the normal realms of, of, of society today can be obviously digitized so the 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 full uh, spectrum of 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 customization is available and 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 with the real world or the digital space you know it it is buy, beware and it is you know don't forget to read the small print you know because there there will be the, the, these these uh, advantages but i think I think the core of your question is, is, are there going to be new ways of creating new types of hybrids that will be, which will be breaking new ground? And I think the simple answer is clearly they will be, Um, you know, have, have I thought of anything uh, specific that would, that would, would allow it? I think, I think the first stage is not necessarily the the new type of customization, it is, I think the first phase is, you know, the the 1.0 in my mind is is more about the speed at which you can customize. And what we're dealing with now is more about the speed at which you can instantly create customization, or you could have some form of modular legal markup language that would allow you to basically completely customize your, your legal agreement, and then digitize it. That's the beauty. But you know, is there a new element? Is there something beyond voting? Is there something beyond?
0: Yeah. I,
2: think, I think the, the answer is, is clearly yes. Um, I think the idea that we have um, uh, relationship-centric business models means that we need to, we need to revolve uh, the business around the community. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a much bigger social element. And I think the social element will change the way in which legal agreements are put together. And I think, you know, the the real driver, not necessarily is blockchain, but the whole way in which we look at how we service the, the community.
0: Absolutely. Especially, like like you said, so in, in terms of the legal space, um, protocols like open law are trying to actually try and um, make this a reality, make this sort of digitalization and automation, which kind of can power this digital realm, um, something that can actually happen. And so... If we were to now touch on, for example, the the taxonomy or just sort of categorizing what is needed to actually pave the way for security tokens to actually make it mainstream and um, adopted, in in terms of the current industry and market that we see now, what do we have now that uh, are the building blocks of security tokens and what do we need in the future in order for for them to become a reality?
2: I mean, I think... Arguably, blockchain—the industry—is is, is a phenomenon. It is a massive success. Um, hundreds of value, you know, hundreds of billions created. Hundreds of, of new projects. I mean, it is a it is a very exciting uh, space. Now we have seen, you know, obviously a dip in the market. It's 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 more than a dip. I mean, you could arguably say that an eighty percent correction is pretty much a crash. Mm-hmm. But. You know, having been in you know being a technology uh, analyst, seen the corrections, you know the, the the massive corrections in the market before, you know th- these are these are these are healthy. These allow allow us to basically rid ourselves of, of, of these types of, of uh, let's just say you know bad players in the market. But what I'm getting to is is that you know the industry is going to suffer from what I would call uh, a glass ceiling. That glass ceiling is basically how do we get into a mass adoption? And there is only one word that solves mass adoption and that is regulation. You need to be regulated. And and if you are if you be if you if you get regulated, I think you will have a, a, a mm-hmm. sustainable business yep. and you will be successful. So whether you are dealing in custody or or it in in an exchange or protocols or or any of the value chain. I mean, essentially, we're talking about the life cycle of the capital of, yep. of capital markets. You know, of of, of of basically making a deal. That life cycle is fully regulated today. And merely because you have decided to use, a, you know, a, an email instead of a letter does not mean that you're not going to be regulated. You will need to be regulated fully. And I think this is a good thing. This is a healthy thing. It it will it will improve. Good players in the market, and it will ensure best practices, and it will ensure that this will be able to be have full mass adoption, not just at a, 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 a you know a, a, you know a, a me and you level, but I you mean know, basically at an industry level and a banking level. So I'm I'm quite excited about the future.
0: Okay, and uh, side with the investments that you've made, do you see them actually fall into um, categories such as custody? Or protocol le- levels of security to 2. Yes. platforms.
1: Yes, so um, there's different uh, different types of uh, startups that have uh, come out recently, and uh, they're all focusing on uh, security tokens. So I think you can look at it. Um, you know, you have your uh, you have your startups that are focusing on creating a security token exchange, so that tokens can be traded. Um, you have like um, startups that uh, want to focus on uh, on the security token issuance aspect. So they would support startups that want to do a security token offering um, in terms of uh, all, all aspects, in terms of legal, marketing, um, technology as well. Um, so there's different there's different players that are coming up, coming around at the moment. Um, so it's good to see that. Uh, it's good to see that these startups are coming into this market and seeing the opportunity. Uh, so it's a very early stage at the moment, and um, I think there'll be a lot of uh, a lot more uh, companies uh, doing STOs in the future, and uh, I think there'll be a lot more players uh, in the space as well to uh, to make the ecosystem and infrastructure uh, stronger. And um, I think we'll need definitely need liquidity providers and. Mm-hmm. Um, Different assets that can back the security tokens as well. Um, so yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, early stages. It's evolving, and uh, there's a lot of new things, uh, new companies coming up that want to focus on uh, security token offerings. And I think it's a buzz at the moment. Um, but uh, I think it's still uh, still early days, and there's still a lot of work to be done for this for this type of market to uh, to grow and to be effective as well.
0: So regarding the um, current crypto market, so you have exchanges who would come out doing exchange and then they'd build a fund and they'd probably try and do custody and then try and do index or, you know, they'll try and do many different things. I I find that to be actually, um, we'll probably have some sort of systemic risk sort of in that model. And could we see sort of the same thing in the security token model when it sort of grows should for example security token exchanges have a custody should it also have um should it also be a liquidity provider should it also be operating in the different sort of verticals or should you know there there be sort of big companies in each vertical look i
2: mean... This is not really a new problem. It's not I mean. a new problem, exactly. It's, so it's 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 Apple versus Android. Should yeah. I have a, an open an open system or should I have a you know a, a closed architecture? Mm-hmm. Look, I think early on it does make sense to have a closed system, not because you know because you can be good at everything, but because you need to make sure everything works. Okay. Uh, and therefore, from a regulatory point of view, think of it this way. You know, if you're a, if you're a young uh, uh, IT entrepreneur, you know, and you're, you're, you're breaking new ground and creating new investments and in, sort of new ideas and, and new technology, that's great. The problem is when you go into the t- fintech space and you start dealing with securities, you get this stuff wrong, you fall foul of the regulation, you go to prison. Mm-hmm. This is a different space. I mean, I don't think the, 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 the IT community is, is so cognizant of the impact of getting stuff wrong. I mean, if you think about it, the nature of technology is to, you know, failure, 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 until you get it right. But again, you can't afford to fail in, in a fintech if you're going to be regulated. So it's a tough space, and it's a good learning curve. And, you know, I, you know, I, I, I would say... You know, be very careful. This is not a space that that, uh, that unless you understand it to, to jump into. Yes, I agree. I think um, you have to uh,
1: make sure that you you're aware of the legal uh, legal aspects in different jurisdictions as well. So um, that's why it's probably uh, it's probably a complicated one to uh, to grow and to achieve long term because I think all the jurisdictions globally. Need to uh, need to have the right regulation in place for uh, for security tokens, and I think um, companies that deal with security tokens also need to make sure that they they are uh, following the regulation and uh, have the sound legal advice as well to, in order to uh, operate their businesses.
2: I kind of made the, the the concept a little bit simpler because what I try to tell people is is again from my sort of technology background the way I look at blockchain. Um, is very similar to my old days in in, in sort of database management, so I, I see a lot of similarities there. But what I'm trying to get to is is that I see the technology problem is is basically a 2D problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The regulated the regulating
0: uh, the regulations
2: on the other hand, that's a 3D problem. It's yeah. much more complex, and it's
0: it's it is
2: the nature of the beast.
0: Yeah, and and so if we were now to look at um, what's actually happening in the market in the security token space so obviously you you, you are creating a security token exchange or the aim is to basically um make liquid um so illiquid uh, assets we're so doing an got, apple yeah <laughs> doing an apple essentially. very simple way to put it um so in terms so in from your research or experiences um who are the who, who are actually leading in the space who are you know out there trying to make security tokens
2: a thing? Well the first thing that I would say is that anybody who is trying to be regulated, um, hats off, you're doing a great job, it's helping the industry. We we you know we, we, we all want to be regulated. I think that's that's the first thing. So I think there are many great companies out there, and I think anybody who wants to build a sustainable business model is going to be regulated. Um, but if you, you know, want to highlight particular companies, I mean, I am, you know, I'm I'm proud to be in the same industry with with companies like Harbor, mm-hmm. um, Open Finance. I think they're doing great great things um, on the exchange side. I think, well, uh, at least on the on the sort of the the protocols. I think uh, Zero X is great. I I, I, just, I I keep calling them Ox, but yeah. Ox. <laughs> <laughs> but I would Zero. be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> i 'd like to think that you know cambio is 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 is, is amongst the front run, front runners i mean we certainly are in in europe i mean most of the the, the 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 competitors we are facing are all u s based it 's a bigger market mm-hmm. um, uh, london arguably is tougher but but nevertheless you know we you know we think that uh you know london is a good place it 's a cool place to do business
1: i think there's uh there 's a few names uh that I wanted to mention about the- sort of leading the way with the security tokens uh there is uh, securitize.io i think um they've uh, they've taken the initiative very early on and i think they were i think they have the right team and um the right model to uh, to succeed in the space there's also um don't forget uh, t0 they have uh they have Large resources and a lot of uh, contacts and the network, and they, you know, Patrick Byrne is uh, very big in the space as well. Successful businessman, so I think they will um, they will be uh, doing big things in the space. I think uh, at the moment they're doing it privately. I think so, mm-hmm. but once they open source their uh, their protocol and uh, open up, then I think you'll see uh, a lot of big things coming from D Zero. Um, I like Polymath as well and then there's stp as well they're focusing more on um, sort of data and um, information about uh, all the stos that are out there there's a lot of stos that like people data don't intelligence know about. right yeah yeah okay. kind of data okay. intelligence uh,
0: Awesome.
1: but yeah there's a lot of players but uh, i think those names are the ones to uh, okay. watch out for all
0: right so um to put you on the spot how is cambio sort of different from <laughs> these I know Cambio of um, trying to do different things from securitized, but at least um, against T zero and open finance, which are also security token exchanges. What what is the you know the USP?
2: Well, I think the first the first point is we don't need to be different. Okay. Um, we 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 you know this is a market that is you know in theory, if you if you believe the the polymath story, uh, it is you know multiple trillions in, in size. So I, I think you know there, there is plenty. To do for for many many players, so, uh, arguably there should be you know uh, several hundred players in in each in each uh, major major region. So so for for us, um, I don't think there's a necessity to be different. I think we are different because um, T zero is just an exchange. Um, you need to basically have uh, an asset token platform to work with them. So. We will have our own um, issuings, and asset token platform. Uh, so Cambio will basically uh, operate within three spheres um, – the tokenization uh, and issuance of securities, uh, the secondary and uh, – secondary trading of securities, and the custody and account management for securities. So we're as close as you're going to get to a bank, um, but we're not going to be a bank. We we we, we, we will. Look to provide services to banks. Uh, that, that, that would be uh, the main uh, client counterpart for us. Uh, but, yes, I mean, I think the, 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 main, the main activities are that we're in all three spaces. I guess it's the, the Apple model. Um, it may break apart later on, but uh, from our point of view, um, I think the idea is, is to try and get it all right, make sure that we don't fall foul and we don't go to jail. Um, so it's, it's, just, it's about getting it right.
0: Okay, um, and have any of you guys ever thought about how can sort of voting and governance and even privacy can be implemented within security tokens? This becomes more of a technological problem where, you know, if we're going to be using blockchain within the security tokenization space, voting and governance will sort of, it can pay a role. I mean, maybe you could have protocols like DFINITY or... Are um, the ones that actually have you know voting mechanisms or, um, or ones that rely on governance actually play a role in this? Is that something you guys have considered or um, are thinking about, and how you view the security token space?
1: Yeah, I think uh, voting and um, and the aspects that you talked about, I think they will be uh, they they will be important. And um, voting, especially you know, uh, if you have a share like a traditional share, then. need to be able to vote so I'm sure that security tokens uh, will have to uh, pick up on that Uh, governance yes I mean uh, like I said before uh, anything that a utility token does security tokens can do and the security tokens have the added element of you know being able to uh, to attach dividends or revenues or any other assets onto the token so
2: yeah I think there'll be a lot of developments in those aspects um, and they're very important yeah I mean you know as i as I mentioned uh, earlier I mean if you have a relationship uh, a relationship uh, centric business model you you need to involve the community i mean that, that 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 I think is a given so the way that I'd look at it is slightly differently is is that whereas today we we look at regulators to provide guidelines and best practice um there is definitely a place for the community to provide even better best practice because they 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 they're the beneficiary they are the, they, they actually get the service they are the ones who can tell you what you know what could be better so i think to some extent um, it's not that the company becomes self-regulated um, the community that the uh, that serves or the company that serves the community becomes, um, let's just say, uh, a harbour of more excellence because the community will basically provide best practices,
0: akin okay. like to a cooperative. You
2: know. Yeah, but I mean, if I mean, uh, you know, again, not not in the sort of uh, in the sort of the uh, in, in everything needs to be voted and everything is communal. No, this is you know, we're not going to suddenly change how corporations are, are structured. Certainly not within the next five years, um, but we could all do better by listing to our customers.
0: What, one final thing before you um, before wrap up. Is there something that, at least other than regulation, because we've been talking about that for, for, um, for a bit, uh, other than regulation, is there anything else that we kind of need to get sort of finalized before this space can move forward? What is the sort of the second most important thing that ne- needs, to be, needs to be solved?
1: I think... Um, I think the biggest thing after regulation would be uh, liquidity. I think that will be that will be very, very important because if you don't have the liquidity, then you might as well be trading on a traditional uh, security exchange so that's going to be a very important
2: I think uh, one of the speakers earlier the, uh, this morning um, I can't remember his name uh, i don 't know if it was German or Dutch but anyway he was talking about that you know. You know, with the development of, you know, digitization of assets, um, you know, and we can basically deal peer-to-peer, we effectively become our own bank, and we can basically, you know, uh, negate banks out of the ecosystem. Uh, the problem, th- that comes with problems, too, because, you know, the, the the whole economy that we see today is based on... on multiplying effect, which basically means that you, 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 you take money, you lend it, you lend it again, you lend it again, and that multiplier effect creates growth, it creates jobs, it infuses it, it uh, money into the society. We don't really know what the effect is when you take that multiplier effect out. I mean, yes, there is a lot more assets that you could tokenize, you know, property, artwork, cars, what have you. Gold, silver, all these things can be tokenized. But but the reality is we don't really know how it changes the way our current financial system actually works. So there is definitely the integrity of our financial system is, is not under threat, but we certainly need to do our homework first.
0: There's actually something that also came to mind as well um, regarding security tokens and regarding um, sort of the, the, one of the biggest use cases of it is to actually make make illiquid assets um, liquid, right? So, uh, could you expand on that a bit more and sort of explain the benefits?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I think the main the main benefit of security tokens over traditional securities is that they would want to make it as efficient as possible and. Um, not have as much uh, red tape surrounding it as traditional securities have, but I don't know how they're going to work that out. Um, yeah. I think they'll <laughs> still need to have all the elements that are in place for traditional securities, but that's uh, that's going to be an interesting space. Um, but, yeah, I mean, making uh, a liquid asset liquid is, I think, mostly related to actually being able to um, you know, divide... Assets which are not normally divisible digitally. So, mm-hmm. you know, instead of having, instead of owning, um, you know, an apartment, maybe you can own half of the apartment or a quarter of the apartment. Um, so that's that's um, that's I think what would make it uh, more liquid than uh, traditional security. Yeah.
0: How about so? Loi from one side, Cam Ventures is you guys are essentially targeting the SME market. Essentially, getting these different SMEs to become liquid. Yeah, Especially they're not liquid.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we you know, we see the, uh, as I said before, I mean, there, there's a funding gap for startups. They, they need money. They, 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 they traditionally have to go through a series of rounds of finance and the beauty contest of how, you know, how sexy their business plan is, and they raise money, and you know, it takes years. It takes a, a long incubation process. They don't really have too much control. They rely on the the, the VCs taking them through that journey, um, and if they're lucky, they're attractive enough. You know, uh, an investment bank will charge them more fees, and then maybe they'll get be, be put onto an exchange, and then maybe they get picked up and put into a fund. I mean, this is the the, the journey that a, a small startup will go through through the whole capital markets um, uh, you know economy which involves countless lawyers, and countless intermediaries and accountants and, and consultants to get you to basically the, the consumer. Um, and that, you know, that, that's a long journey. That's, that's, that's years. It's, it's it giving me ten, tens of years. And, and what we're trying to do is basically, well, we're not going to do it in days, but we, we, we will be able to effectively, instantaneously get the company to be able to list securities directly to the consumer. Within, within weeks, without all the middlemen, without the lawyers, without the need for intermediaries, without the accountants. That's not to say that we're not regulated. That's not to say that the companies haven't gone through uh, uh, due diligence and all these processes, but they go through it once as a listed company. Um, and that's not the same thing as having to do that day in and day out. And I think the biggest struggle for any startup out there is is having to basically spend most of your time looking for money instead of building a business. And I think if more people were able to have direct access to to investors that understand what you want to achieve, then I think that that, that is a good thing because I think innovation will, will develop. And I think from our perspective, I think um, we're hoping uh, that that this is something that you know governments and and trade bodies will actually encourage and, and, and welcome us into the market.
0: Awesome, that's great uh, to th- hear. Thanks a lot, guys, for for joining the show. Um, Loe, how can people get in contact with you?
2: Just just visit us on uh, Cameo. Uh, io
0: and uh, you know uh,
2: download any materials that you want to.
0: Awesome. How about you, um, Said? Yeah.
1: yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me uh, talk talk with you today. And um, I think the easiest way to reach me is probably uh, WhatsApp. I don't want to give my number. Uh, <laughs> over, yeah, <public laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you can... Uh, LinkedIn email. LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as well. But actually, my name is pretty long on LinkedIn, so people <laughs> struggle to find me. But, yeah, my email is um, sad at binaryfin.com. That's uh, the best way to reach me, I think.
0: Awesome. Um, and for, for those of you who are listening, if you enjoy the podcast, um, please leave us a review on iTunes. And um, tell a friend if you, if you enjoyed it as well. And, uh, also, thanks a lot to Trescon, who organized our blockchain summit for helping us sort of to organize this, this podcast. So thank you very much for listening and thanks a lot, guys, for coming in. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Encrypted. We hope you've enjoyed it. We are on a mission of making blockchain an inspiring reality. So we thank you for supporting us on this journey. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help the show a lot. Thanks for joining us.